Hi, this is Matt Kempel, co-owner of Milwaukee's premier live comedy spot, The Laughing Tap, and founder of the Milwaukee Comedy Festival. It seems you guys really like that last set. Let's see if we can keep the applause going and get the guys and their guests to give us a part two to the interview. I think they're coming out. Here they are. Show them your love, people. It's season six of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. This is Chris Beyer, as always, with Jim Martin. Jim. Chris. Have you been to Panera? Panera, yeah, yeah. I saw this ad. They said they're donating $80 million worth of unsold bread to shelters and oh. food banks and things like that. You know? All right. That's nice of them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if the bread is unsold, isn't the value $0? It's not $80 million. My sandwich, the price is higher because they're running this big ad campaign. You know, just give away the money. Yeah. Don't say anything, you know, and don't, you know, don't make my sandwich $13, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Forget those people who need bread. Yeah. I don't know about you that. Know, I do what you're supposed to do, which is, you know, I, I donate money, I write the check, <laughs> and then I, uh, you know, take it off my taxes, you know? That's sure. that's how you should do it. Do you advertise that? Because maybe that's the thing you should do. Yeah, I'm not going to advertise that. Talk no, to the no, news. I'm above that. We're here today for the second half of an interview with somebody who's in food service, I guess we'll say. Sure. Chris Leffler from Wauwatosa. Maybe you can ask Chris. Uh, Chris Leffler. Yes. You know, two Chris's now. It's confusing, but yep. uh, you can ask him. What, is he, what does he think about your well, analysis? We'll find out. Maybe oh. he donates some of his stuff he's about to throw in the garbage anyway. Chris. Chris Leffler, welcome back to the second half. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so what do you here. do? What well, do you do to, with your stuff? Well, first of all, I, I, I was in St. Louis this weekend. Home of Panera. Well, it's not Panera. It's the St. Louis Bread Company. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And my daughter, who's a junior in high school, was down there for a volleyball tournament. My son goes to school at Washington University down there. So we were killing two birds with one stone going to this volleyball tournament and visiting our son. And we took a tour of St. Louis University for my, with my daughter, who's a junior in high school. They told us specifically, do not call it Panera Bread Company. It's St. Louis Bread Company. Wow. Here. Okay. <laughs> and then um, my daughter was not feeling well actually had the flu threw up one night we missed a day of the tournament oh man but then finally she was feeling better i and i said do you want something to eat i mean are you prepared to eat she's there's a panera down the street i said it's not panera. no there's not no there isn't <laughs> so we i went and got her a panera half sandwich and a smoothie from mm. the st louis bread company yeah. <laughs> yep Certain chains emanate from certain places. Uh, Panera emanates from St. Louis. Right. Around here, Culver's, right? That's mm-hmm. a Wisconsin thing from people. Yep. Uh, the floor's mm-hmm. open. Where's it from? No. <laughs> Our restaurant guy? From, uh, darn it. Dodge. Uh, no, I don't know. Again, you're putting from, them on the spot. That's the second from, time. Uh, I could get this wrong. It's Sauk City, I believe. Yeah, Sauk City. Sauk right. City. Yeah. They're kind of twin cities there. Sauk City, mm-hmm. Prairie du Sac. Sock and sack. That could be their half and half, half uh, sock and half sack. But anyway, uh, that's from that area. They've got a special Culver's in Sock City called the Blue Spoon Cafe. It's kind of like their upscale Culver's. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Is that going to think you expand? No. It's Any just, word on it, this? It's a one-off. You like that gray-haired guy, the welcome to delicious guy? I, no, I don't even know. I know Arby's, we have the beef. We got the meats. Yeah, right? Do you have a beef with the guy? Is that what you're saying? I do. You got a beef with the... I don't even see Chris, him. Chris, are you buying this this white-haired guy that seems jovial, but I think he's kind of evil. What do you think? <laughs> evil? <laughs> <laughs> 
they're selling custard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can you be evil and sell custard? Evil about that. It's like when you give away bread, how can that be evil? But apparently you've But I am with tides. you, Chris. I think that the uh, you know, leftover bread is a marketing ploy somehow. Yeah, it's not worth eighty million. Yeah. They can still say they donate. But don't put a dollar value on this garbage, literal garbage <laughs> that was going to go in yeah. the dumpster, and they're they're claiming, hey, you're getting our best stuff. Yeah. If it's so good, get somebody else to buy it. Yeah, yeah. So well, it doesn't sound like a very good business model or inventory control if you're <laughs> if that much wasted, chucking yeah. away eighty million dollars of the bread. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're in the restaurant business. I am. You get stuff that uh, <laughs> that you might toss or might not toss. Have you ever donated? Do you ever think about donating to you know places with your food? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's times. It's not often. We run a pretty tight ship and keep our inventory under control and um, try not to waste stuff. But there's times we have events or something, <clears throat> and there'll be food that's left over and already ordered, and we'll take it over to children's hospital for the nurses or something like mm-hmm. that or sure. um, run it somewhere else that people are just helping out or working so what about uh, what about the end of the night and you're about to toss something do you eat a little too much because you think it's going to be tossed anyway you you know you grab something out the door do do i i hate to waste food <laughs> <laughs> <Doesn't mean. laughs> That's why I walk at home. I walk in and look at the refrigerator. What's there left over? Who's, how's, this might go to waste. Let's eat it. Yeah, you know? right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. My son says he doesn't like leftovers. You know, like oh, it's really? a category That's of fine. foods. Mm-hmm. Kids yeah. too. I'm like, what do you mean? They're yeah. too good for leftovers. Yeah. If uh, if my wife hears that, she's going to say, you should have piped up and told them that you're, you don't like leftovers either. So I'll have to say, I have to come clean. I don't really like that. I, I don't know why. Some things I really do. The one thing, I, I, hamburgers I don't think can be reheated. I think fries can't be reheated. Let's just start. Fries with that. can't right. if you, air fryer. Yeah, well, that's that's been a game changer. I can't, changer. Put, that, I can't put that much yeah, time well, into this. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, hamburgers have a weird taste when I reheat them. But I, I you know, I can eat. I, I'm getting better. I'm working on it. How are you reheating them? I mean, uh, microwave. You know, mm-hmm. I, I did it in the air fryer today, <laughs> and it was still okay. But it was still had a little weird taste. But a weird taste. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's it is weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought about, so too. Do you, do you ever eat cold pizza or do you always heat it up? I heat it up. I heat it up. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to these things like Panera, you know, they can't help themselves. They got to tell everybody yeah. what they're up to. And in Wisconsin, the guy that's got to tell us his innermost thoughts all the time, Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, sure. He's going through this idea of is he going to, is he coming? Is he going like Favre did? Mm-hmm. He's going into that altered states deprivation hut thing. Has right. he well, done that yet? Yeah, I think he's doing it. Is he right there right now? He's there now, I think. Mm -hmm. He is. Well, how how long could you stay in darkness? I can't even sleep overnight. I'm up every 10 minutes. You'll turn on the nightlight. How long could you stay in a dark room? (laughs) That's a problem. (laughs) It is a problem. I'm really tired right now. And I've been for decades. But anyway, uh, how long could you stay in a room deprived of things? 24 hours? Our guest? Darkness? I I think I could do it. I, I have the ability to put myself into a little bit of a trance. Like I get on an airplane and I can close my eyes and shut everything out and just get through that flight. Right. You know, I mean, that's I just, good. That's a good trait to have. Can you sleep on planes? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I'm asleep before the plane leaves the, you know, I mean, I turn that little air on up there and then oh, yeah. blowing at me and I close my eyes and I'm asleep before, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah, we leave, yeah. before we start taxiing. You get the window seat. Yeah. I mm-hmm. stay awake to keep the pilot awake. You know, every now and then, a knock on the door. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You still awake? Yeah. You guys awake in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything all right? Where's all the vodka? Yeah. Oh, you guys have the vodka. Okay. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Have you met Aaron Rodgers? Oh, yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we were oh, yeah. talking like, about this. You know, yeah. You're at a sports bar. Mm-hmm. People from the city come in. Who's Who's been in the bar with you guys there? Well, a lot of sports people over the years. I mean, uh, we get a lot of the brewers in, a lot of the major league baseball players in. Um, J.J. Watt's been in a number of times. Um, what was the uh, circumstance of Demet Rogers? It, it was just actually just a couple months ago that I um, was invited to a, a dinner up at Lambeau Field, and he was there, and you know, get our pictures, talked with him, and, and so forth. So oh, did it have cool. something to do with the, the restaurant industry yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, it was one of the liquor companies. Okay. So, so you get his number. Yeah, Can you text so. him in the darkness right now? <laughs> hey, Aaron, do this podcast. Get a shout out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. You know what? I'll, I'll talk off air. I'll tell the story that I don't think we told on this podcast. Jim will remember this. Back in 1993 or so, shortly after Favre had got his first start, mm-hmm. maybe first or second start, Jim and I were down in Water Street. Oh, yeah. Early in the night, Favre comes walking past us in some bar that we're at. And I said, hey, I think that's that new quarterback, you know, Favre, right? Favre. Favre, yeah. <laughs> Not everybody knew who he was at the time. In fact, I wasn't exactly sure who he was, but I, I saw him. I think that's Favre, right? End of the night, all the bars let out. Everybody's in the street on Water Street, right? And the guys and girls are, you know, trying to interact there. <laughs> and me and Jim and a couple other guys... We're talking this group of four or five women, right? There's a circle, and we're trying to flirt with these girls and not making a headway as usual. All of a sudden, this guy busts in the circle, drapes himself over these two girls. And I'm I'm not saying this to be hyperbolic. It's true. One of the drunkest people I've ever seen in my life, it was Favre. And he's hanging on these girls all over him. This one girl you know, shrugs him off and says, get off me, you drunk jerk, and pushes him away. And he's like, hey, you guys want to party? You know, after bar time, we got a party going on. And the first girl says, get away from me, jerk. And the other looks and sees who it is. And that says to her friend, that's Brett Favre. All of a sudden, <laughs> the attitude changed. All the girls hated this drunk jerk. They thought he was the, the biggest lowlife. Once they figured out who it was, they started giggling. They walked off with him. And we stand there you know, looking at our feet. And they walked in the bar. And they open the bar after bar time. Is that something that happens? Uh, I, mean, I guess it does. We saw it. Can you get into trouble for that? You know, reopening for some celebrity and, and opening the bar after bar hours? Yeah, it's never happened to me like right, that. Right, right. You know, no, no, no. <laughs> get it done early and get done with it, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you been in situations around athletes where they don't think the rules apply to them, where they behave in such a way that – they get away with it because they're celebrities. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think everything's pretty been pretty humble. I think uh, I think the only one that maybe comes to mind is when uh, you know Giovanni Gallardo was in one night, and we told him he can't drive home, and insisted and got a DUI. Oh, oh, that so, was I, yeah, it was in the news, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Hmm. They're young guys with a lot of money, you know, oh, yeah. for the first time in their life a lot of times. Yeah. And you can see what the temptation would be, you know, to to do stuff like that, to go out and buy the fancy car, buy the house. And you've seen the stories where half these guys declare bankruptcy within yeah. a year of finishing whatever league they're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rihanna did the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Did you know that she did some, like, recording at the recording studio down in the village? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. she stop in? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know that she apparently did some recording down in the yeah, which is actually I mean it's pretty yeah. cool like yeah. I wonder why of all places she get because she's from like Trinidad or something like that right? 
She's from the Yeah, but the she Caribbean. doesn't live there. No, but I mean, she's that's from she's there. From, but but I mean, she's not from Wauwatosa either. No, no. I think the studio had some special, some special equipment they wanted. I don't know. I don't really know the story. Another one. Used <laughs> no, I'm just to, starting to talk about. Stuff. Another one you used to hear that used to be around town was uh, uh, Halle Berry. She had a boyfriend that was a singer in town, and she, people would spot her all the time. In, oh, really? Yeah, in Milwaukee. Interesting. Yeah. So um, uh, we talked a little bit about you know this. You have on your auto situation. Hey, you shouldn't drive. <laughs> How often does that happen? Not even just ask him not to drive, or you know, you're too drunk, or we can't serve you, or like, is there? A, how often are there people belligerent about it? I guess is the question. Are they belligerent about it? Yeah, yeah. When it gets to the point where you tell people, "Hey, turn the keys over," we're calling you an Uber. Yeah, it's getting better, but I mean, there was a time everybody was belligerent about it. No, I'm fine. No, no, you're not. You yeah, mm-hmm. right. So right. There is that that law apparently that the bar owners can get in trouble if they're overserved, right? How um, how often does that happen that they actually a bar owner gets in trouble? For no, in Wisconsin you can't. It's not the responsible of the bartender. I no, mean, no. Okay, yeah. there's no law like that. I thought there was something in that, different states. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Wisconsin we're protected. We had a guy so. on the podcast that uh, had a run in with DUIs and going to jail for for drunk drive. He said that. Um, we're very lenient on the first offense, but then you get past that. Wisconsin's pretty tough when it comes to you know people going to jail for for drunk driving. I thought you were going to say uh, there's no law like that because you can't overserve in Wisconsin. Yeah, there's no way in Wisconsin you can't. You can never be overserved. Just, yeah. just keep drinking. Well, it's not the bartender's right responsibility. Right. So. right. Did yeah. you ever watch uh, that show, which I haven't watched in a long time? The one with John Tapper. Don John yeah, Tapper. Yeah. What's that mm-hmm. called? Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. And I remember they came to Milwaukee and they went to some place that's now done. And they were talking, you know, the the people in the show were talking. So it didn't rescue that bar? They did not rescue that bar. (laughs) And they were talking. They said, you know, one of their experts or mixologists, they said, these guys really like to drink in Milwaukee. I mean, he made a point of it. Like, we've been all over the country. This is different. You know, Milwaukee or Wisconsin, Milwaukee specifically. You know, we drink more than other places. I think that's been proven, right? Yeah, my wife's sister's husband's son was the original mixologist on that show. Oh, really? That was his name. I might remember it from back in the day. Yeah, Brooke. Yeah, maybe I remember that. I watched the first two or three seasons, yeah. and I kind of tailed off. That show, along with all reality shows, I kind of liked it initially, but you could tell that they probably got better ratings the more that this Taffer guy yelled at people. And it must work because they kept doing it. (laughs) So when you watch the shows, Chris, do you see, and I don't know how often you watch that, but when you watch it, can you kind of see, yeah, this is, these are the things they're doing wrong. I mean, could you go into somebody's place and say, here, you know, I'll I'll help you out. Yeah. I mean, it just, like I told you earlier, when I rescued Lefts or Nicky's at the time, it was like, there's just some obvious things. I mean, the, the big difference with that show is there's someone sponsoring a lot of it and right. you're able to make this dramatic um aesthetic change in Overnight. in an episode yeah, right, right, <laughs> you know right, right. half an hour Whereas yeah. it really takes years you know yeah so, yeah right right yeah, you know when you're watching these shows the first thing they always focus on is cleanliness right they always sure. find you know some dead rat in the bathroom or something mm-hmm. and obviously women drive bar and restaurant traffic probably more than any other thing women are going to be there guys are going to be there especially if they're single and if women like a place is their aesthetic they'll say let's go there 
And so cleanliness is next to godliness with women. And so I'm sure that's something you guys really focus on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially considering it was like the impetus of the whole thing. Yeah, right. (laughs) The sticky floor, crappy Mm -hmm. beer. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you hear through the grapevine about any complaint about something, you know, not being painted and not being cleaned, you know, you jump right on that, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, we continually walk properties and or everything. It's just you're always looking and always keeping things clean and fixed and repaired and comfortable, you know. Yeah. I wish I had a better eye for some of the aesthetic um, to make things a little bit different, but I don't have an eye for that. But you got to bring your wife in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if it was up to her, she'd probably invest you know two hundred thousand dollars every other month. You know, you need to do this. You need to do that. My girlfriend comes in town, and she you know is at my house for a couple of days a month, and she's suggesting you know whole house makeovers every time she's here. Including I the her, guy that lives there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I go to her place. I never make any suggestions. You know, I don't say, hey, let's do this, let's do that. You know, yeah. But maybe it's because you her don't place care. is nicer. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and and women do care. And like I said, mm-hmm. if you have a restaurant or bar and women think, you know, that place is dirty, that's the kiss of death, I'm sure. I I think cleanliness is paramount without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. And hygiene and food safety and that's just goes without saying. So. Yeah. Yep. But I'm sure that, I'm sure you know of instances where places have been sunk because of things like that. Obviously, health code violations. If something ever got out. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, another example in St. Louis with my daughter last week or, or this weekend, and we stopped at a Chipotle. We couldn't find a table to sit at because they were all covered with crap. Uh, right. Like, yeah. Can't you guys just wipe the table? Off? Yeah. You know, pretty- get it on the floor. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And again, and you're maybe... like, this is disgusting. What's right. you know, that's bad. What is it like? What's the kitchen like? <laughs> right. Back there. Right. Right. And it, but that might go back to what we were talking about earlier, which is a lack of, of staff. You know, they right. might not, just not yeah, have it's... enough staff to go around and wipe the tables. It's ridiculous. Well, they, there was enough. Okay. People. We were the only customers <laughs> there. I mean, there's enough people to yeah. spray it down and wipe the table off. Yeah. It's not yeah. a skill. It's not a trained skill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get a broom. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> Now, uh, we got March Madness coming up. Yep. What, uh, you said St. Patrick's, that might, is that the busiest day of the year? Yeah. It is, mm-hmm. without a doubt. We need more drinking holidays. Cinco de Mayo, that was a, that's a new drinking holiday. Yeah, it's it's fun. I think yeah. we're old enough, we're old <laughs> enough to remember Cinco de Mayo not being a thing, right? I don't remember growing up and hearing Cinco de Mayo until my 20s or something yeah. like that. Yeah. In your business, what's the big day? Friday, Saturday, or both the same? Saturdays are bigger. Friday nights are bigger than Saturday nights, but Saturday overall is bigger. And Thursday's Just, the new Friday, right? Yeah. Tuesday's the old Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. And Monday is the new Thursday. Well, uh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. I like to thank <laughs> our determined. I like to thank our guest Chris Leffler. We're not gonna solve it tonight. It's not gonna happen. Sometimes we do. <laughs> I'd like to thank Chris Leffler for stopping by. He is uh, Chris Leffler of Left's Lucky Town. We found out that it comes from Bruce Springsteen, a song title. But we'll wrap things up here tonight. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you down at uh, Left's here to grab some wings here one of these days. All right. Great, Jim. Thanks a lot, Thank you so much for having me. Yep. Yep. Thanks for being here. Pretty fun. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we talk with longtime friend of the show and North Country Public Radio station manager, Mitch Tyke. You've made it to the end of another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.